Hello and welcome to Bit Friends podcast. My name is Valerie and founder of Bit Friends Vitiligo Support Community. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, where today it's a balmy, sticky, hot 92 degrees. And again, our podcasts are being my vitiligos team if you don't know them get to know them my vitiligos team is a community just for vitiligo nothing like facebook which is for everything but my vitiligos team is for strictly for honored to be a part of them and they're supporting our podcasts especially once we went to um from 30 minutes to a year ago, they decided to support us. And so we are truly grateful. We are celebrating uh, over 10 years, our first podcast. I was just looking at it before I um, had a chance to um, introduce my guest. I was looking at my notes and I said, wow, we've been doing this. I launched my first podcast in 2010. Oh my goodness. That's quite a long time. Today, per Mark Raxton, who I have sort of turned the to pretty much, um, he's recording for us 10,580 listeners globally. My goodness, when I saw the list of some of the countries, I was totally amazed. And so for that, we are grateful that we're reaching, we're touching, we're making a difference in the world do that's what we're here about to educate uh to bring awareness and to share hope and love and that's what we're doing so today my uh show again is entitled the journey with vitiligo and i've wanted to do this like i said from 2010 i know my journey but i wanted to know the journey of others and so today for um, this segment my journey is coming from common nita She's going to tell us where she's coming in from and a little about Kamenita. Welcome, Kamenita. Tell us about yourself. Well, thank you, Valerie, for having me on today. And thank you and hi to everyone out in Radio Land. My name is Kamenita, and I've been married for four years. I got married in 2018. Um, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I have no children, and the highest education I have is a bachelor's degree. I My vitiligo journey started, uh, I don't know the age quite, I'm going to say maybe middle school, I got vitiligo, and it was just on my legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I must have got it around the summertime because... I remember my mom taking me to the dermatologist and for some reason that vitiligo word stood out. I always remembered that's what I had, but I couldn't explain it. As like I said, I was a kid, maybe middle school, seventh Mm -hmm. grade and eighth grade or something like that. And it was just on my legs. And I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice it. My mom noticed it. But once it was pointed out to me, I'm like, I don't want nobody seeing this. So Mm -hmm. I wore pants. I wore pants all summer, as hot as it was, until I couldn't take it no more. Wow. And I'm like, it's too hot. I'm not doing it. I don't care. They just talk about me if they want to. And it, was, it wasn't bad. Somebody just said, what happened to you? And before I could answer, they said, did you fall? 
And I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fell. I'm a kid. I couldn't. Un- I didn't understand it. I couldn't explain it. So there's no way in the world I was going to explain it to anybody else when I didn't even know what it was. So let's let's back up a little. Uh, seventh grader, did you know of vitiligo? Had you seen anyone with vitiligo? Vitiligo. I have. I thought I never saw anybody with vitiligo. I just remember that when I was in ninth grade, my typing teacher, I know I'm dating myself because nobody takes typing classes anymore. (laughs) I noticed he was light-skinned already. So I noticed his, you know, you could tell on his hands and stuff that it was different colors, different spots and stuff. Mm -hmm. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know Mm -hmm. that's what he had. Mm -hmm. Not until I got it. And I still didn't, it still didn't ring to me years later that that's what he had. So I knew somebody who had it, but didn't know what it was. But by him being fair, you can, you couldn't really see it. He wasn't as dark as I am. So it's no more noticeable on me than it is on him. But you, you know, him showing you how to type, you can see it was on his hands. So it was out there, just didn't know what yeah. it was. Did your mom have a clue? And when she took you to the dermatologist, what did you learn? I didn't know if she had a clue or not. Uh, once again, I was a kid, so I'm not in tune to the what the mm-hmm. doctor is saying and what can be done. I don't remember any of that. I wish I could remember. I wish my mom was here for me to even ask her, mm-hmm. even if she would remember. But I don't remember. I don't remember her saying I need to put nothing on my legs. I don't remember going back for any treatments. Um, I don't even know if there's anything out there the time mm-hmm. all i know is i don't never i didn't do nothing I, I don't even remember if i went back so i don't know if it was a money thing or it was nothing out there thing i had mm-hmm. i really don't know mm-hmm. now you're gonna now move into high school and um, boyfriends and college how was that time with this little i go on your leg so since it was just on my legs i was pretty much covered my whole high school um year um didn't really have a boyfriend for I mean guys liked me but it wasn't like I wasn't a popular kid I was the skinny girl and Mm -hmm. I wasn't developed like some of the girls so you know I was Mm -hmm. low-key and plus I had an older brother who anybody thought he was gonna talk to me look anybody who thought he was gonna talk to me my older brother was like that that's my sister now so let me see I really didn't have a boyfriend till let me see let me see what you had to be I started working at McDonald's in 12th grade because I think you had to be 16 or something to work mm-hmm. legally. So in 12th grade, I did what they call it co-op. You work, you go to school half the day, you work the other half of the day. Mm-hmm. So, but I worked McDonald's first because I think I turned, I think I started working McDonald's that summer. So I kept that while I was in school. When I got to 12th grade, I did. My co-op was working in the office and then I went to school. So I did that. I met a guy when I was working in McDonald's. Like I said, at this point, you still couldn't see it. It wasn't on my hands or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So me and him sneak kind of dated because my mom didn't play that. So it was like kind of sneak kind of dating, <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> so we hung out for years off and on, you know, hung out with you know, him and my brother. We were hang out with my brothers and stuff. I mean, we could never be alone. He was either over at my house or me and my cousin would bike ride uh, you know, we, I mean, I didn't have a car, so it, we, and yeah. we didn't go nowhere. I mean, I was young, yeah. Yeah. so 
that didn't hurt me at all. That didn't that didn't bother nobody that I met. Didn't bother mm-hmm. nobody ever. Matter of fact, I don't even know if they even asked me what it was. Wow. That's for you. Yeah, but like I said, I'm still still thinking. I'm still thinking at this age in my life, it wasn't really you could see it. I mean, I think it might have got on my elbow elbows later in life. But once again, mm-hmm. nobody really pays attention to your elbows. It's behind you. But nobody right. really pays any attention. So like I said, I was lucky in that aspect. I didn't have it visible for years. Not until I start working. Mm-hmm. And so when did it get to did it get to your face? When did you become subconscious? Hey, listen, this is a thing. So somewhere in my mid-20s, and see, I graduated at 17. I went to college, got my associate's degree. I went to California. At this point, it still wasn't really visible. I mean, I had it, but it wasn't really bad. I came back home, went to hair school, did that for a couple of years since I wasn't working. I can do hair school like that. I didn't have nothing to keep me from going. So I got my hours real quick. I mean, I had it in here, but nobody, like I said, once again, nobody bothered me. Nobody bullied me. I was blessed in that aspect. Um, I know some people are not that lucky, but I thank God that I was, I was lucky. Um, So um, got to working at Kmart. I had to be mid twenties, late twenties. And I met a lady in HR. She was dark, darker skin. She had it. And I'm like, we got to talking because I, at this point I had nobody to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know my cousin had it until I don't even know when I knew my cousin had it. But at this point, I didn't have nobody to talk to about it. And me and her got to talking. And I was like telling her that I'm getting more and more spots. Mm. She was yeah. like, you know, stress can bring that on. And I'm like, stress? I'm not stressed. But I guess working in school, I guess subconsciously can stress you out. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. So I didn't think about it like that because I don't feel stressed. You know, they always say stress is. I mean, who, nobody feels it. You don't, I mean, it just, so that's the only thing I could think of because I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have no um, tragic experience, you know, nobody, like no death in the family that would have made me. I know sometimes people say when some tragic happened, it happens, but yes. nothing like that happened. Yeah. So for years, like I said, I don't know why it started getting more and more. I don't know. It didn't get in my hand, on my hands until I got much older. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, maybe my 30s. Maybe I, I, I'm guessing at this point. And then it mm-hmm. was just a few little spots. Now my hands is almost fully yeah. white. And yeah. that took time. That took over probably 10 years. My brother showed me a picture of me five, 10 years ago when I had just a few spots. And I'm like, wow, look what happened. And you don't realize it, the time span <laughs> stuff changes your changes. Yes, yes. So I had one big spot over my eye mm-hmm. and all I kept saying was, God, please, I already am having, I'm struggling with this already. I said, mm-hmm. please just spare my no face. More. Yes. yes. I'm like, please spare my face. I'm like, I can take it everywhere else because I can cover it up. But I'm like, I- Carmenita, Carmenita, wait, that's exactly my husband Roy's prayer all the time. <laughs> and look at his face is, is intact. So God listens. Yes. 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 Thank God for that. So it was a big mark over my eye, and I started wearing like a brownish, goldish color uh, eyeshadow. Yep, makeup. Um, and that pretty much covered it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't doing it for that, but like when I went out, I was like, "Oh, well, this kind of covers up. Nobody see it." But Mm -hmm. thanks be to God. Now at this point, I still wasn't doing anything. I had 
no, let me see. I think I did do light treatments. Let me back up a little bit. I think I did do light treatments once it started getting worse. I went to uh -huh. Dr. Heidelberg. My mom took me to go see him. And I think I started doing light treatments. But at this point, the insurance wasn't paying for it. Oh, boy. So after I got the bill for that, I stopped. I said no more. I'm not paying for this. This is a hundred something. How many times? How many times did you go for that treatment? And did you see any signs of anything? Oh, I didn't go long. I think I only went twice. When I saw that bill, okay. that was it. When I saw exactly that hundred something dollars, yeah. When I saw that hundred some dollar bill, I said, "Oh no, we're not doing a hundred some dollar yeah. bill every time I go get it." I said, "Nope." I said, yeah. "It is what it is." I pray about it and keep it moving. So yeah, that's what I did. I didn't start. I begging. went for two visits as well. Two visits, and my insurance was covering it. But as a teacher, what am I going to tell the principal? Oh, I can't be here today. I go, you know, it was too hard, too, and it was a distance from my job to the place, so it was didn't make sense for me. Yes, it was being covered, but I could not devote that much time to that. No, oh, see, too busy. Was, oh, yeah. See, mine wasn't covered. If mine was covered, and see, I'm in a, I'm in Detroit, so it's dermatologists all over. So it's no, no, nothing for me to go to one 10 minutes or 15 minutes away. But at the time, he wasn't nowhere from me with his offices. Now his daughter has an office that's still nowhere from me. And, yeah. but I didn't go to there, her for that, for her, for my skin. So, cause she always asked me, you want, we can treat vitiligo. I'm like, no, I'm already going to a great doctor. <laughs> I'm already going to Dr. Himzavi. He's a wonderful doctor. I'm good. I don't need to see another doctor. And plus yeah. he knows my history. I'm good. Yeah. And yeah. plus he's working with Henry Ford. So, you know, I don't know who you're working with and you, you know, so anyway. So back to, let me see, where was I? Back to, yeah, it was on my elbows and, you know, like I said, dating wasn't really a problem. Mm -hmm. Working wasn't a problem. Like I said, nobody really booted me. Booted me. Um, so I talked to the lady at Kmart. She didn't tell me stress brings it on. So, you know, nothing you can do about it. You work, you finish, you go to school. Um, mm -hmm. Hmm. And then as time went on, it, it progressed. It was going and going and going. So then I decided to get treatment. I think I went to go see Dr. Huggins. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Should have kept track of this stuff. Uh, so I saw Dr. Huggins. And his hours was not conducive to my work schedule. So like the time mm -hmm. that they were needing me to be there, I was at work. And I couldn't mm -hmm. get off to go all the way. And I was way in Novi. There's no way in the world I would have made it all the way downtown Detroit in a time mm -hmm. to make my appointment. So that didn't work. So he referred me to Dr. Himzavi, which I was worked better for me. And then at the time I was in Novi. So it wasn't, I mean, he still was a little right. He was in Canton. So that was enough. That still was a good 10, 15 minutes from my job. But at least I, I was working with my hours. So I started back doing the treatments because I'm like, this is getting worse. I want to stop, you know, I want to try to nip it in the bud. You know, even though I'm just kept praying, I still pray, Lord, please just spare my face. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it got on my neck. I'll go back a little bit more. I keep forgetting. I keep remembering all this stuff as I'm talking, but mm -hmm. I had got it on my neck. And the first stupid comment I got was from a guy. He said, he asked me, was that a hickey? <laughs> And I, so this is the second crazy comment I ever had about my vitiligo. And I said, somebody sucked on my neck that hard. I think I'll be dead. I know. Let's suck all the blood out, right? Yeah, it's white. <laughs> I mean, who ever heard of a white hickey? 
I mean, if you don't know, just ask. Don't stupid. Just, I mean, oh, if you were trying to talk to me, that just turned me off. I just I couldn't yes. deal with it. I was like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was the second other comment that I ever had about my skin that I could recall um, mm-hmm. when I was younger uh, in, the te- in my teenage years. So now I'm older, 20s, 30s, uh, uh, 40s, whatever. I'm older now. I'm doing the light treatments. Uh, like I said, I met my husband. We got married in 2018. He always encourages me. He always says beautiful. I mean, my my family is kind of a support, but not a support. I mean, they never, technically, we never really talked about it, to tell you the truth. Now that I'm thinking about it. We never really talked about it. Nobody said anything. Nobody really showed me. Nobody. It was just, hey, this is my sister. It is what it is. I mean, I, I mean, they knew what it was, but it wasn't no. And nobody never questioned me. That's kind of weird. Nobody ever asked me how I felt or anything. Huh, that's kind of weird. Not a how do that. you? How did you feel about that? How do you really feel about that? Your family. You know, they love you. Period. But to never ask you anything, like how are you feeling? It's, it just dawned on me to just now that nobody never asked. So it didn't. It didn't bother me. I mean. Wow. I don't know if it didn't bother me because I didn't want to talk about her. I don't even know if I wanted to talk about her or I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't bring it yeah. up either. So yeah, yeah. I didn't bring it up either. I didn't say technically, really, nobody really knew how I felt. So um I had my depressed moments. I mean, I had yeah. my moments of do I want to be here moments? Like yes. Did I, yeah. I want to live moments? Did I want to live moments? We've all and been it wasn't and it wasn't because of the bullying and nothing like that. Like right. a lot of people get them thoughts when they're bullied. I got that thought because I'm like, I'm changing. Hello, yeah. I'm yeah. sick of people staring at me. I'm like, I'm different. I'm all like, yeah. I'm all like, and then I used to think because my skin is so much darker than every, a lot of people, because a, a lot of my friends I hung out were light skinned. Mm-hmm. I'm on the brown, medium brown side, if, if you will. So just to give people a visual who's listening. So I will always wish I was lighter because everybody around me was light skin or light or lighter brown or <laughs> I was in church and I was talking to my sister the other day and I said I can't remember the whole conversation all I know was one of the guys it was two guys and another guy we were up in the balcony doing something I don't remember I know we were all in a choir together and the other guy he was an older guy and I don't know who was having a meeting I have no idea but I don't know one of them and it was so funny about the guy said something about my skin color because he's just as dark as I am. So this was making it so funny. You're mm. dark as me, but you said something, right? So I don't know if it was him or his buddy. His buddy was a little lighter. All I know, he had to say something about my skin because the guy, the older guy, he said, tell him the blacker the barrier, the sweeter the juice. And that stuck with me. That stuck with me. That stuck with me for years and years and years. I don't remember how this came about, but those words mm-hmm. stuck with me. It kind of gave me a little, okay, gave me a little bit of confidence. Not a lot. I still wish I was lighter, but it still gave me a little, mm, next time somebody says something about me, I'm going to say the black of the berries. Black of the berries. The sweet of the juice. <laughs> but it's so funny, though. Nobody else ever really, I mean, somebody could have said something behind my back, but nobody said nothing to my face. Mm. So it was just a me thing. It was like, why am I so dark? Dark, dark, dark. Now, my sister said, you're the lighter out of all of us. And I'm all like, I never really thought about it. I went to go look at our family portrait. I was a lighter out of everybody, but I'm still dark. You know what I mean? I'm right. still, right, right. I'm still right. brown skin. So, did you so, find that any of the treatments that you got from, from Dr. Hamzavi, any of those treatments worked for you? I started off with Protopic. That irritated mm-hmm. me. I couldn't do that. 
I said, we got to try something else. So then we moved into, was it Eladon? Eladon, Eladon. Oh, yes, Eladon, yeah. We went into that. We tried that. Mm-hmm. We did do that for a minute with the light treatments. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted to try something else. Then, you know, he was keeping an eye out on it. And then when he noticed, like when it got on my face or whatever, like it was getting on my eyelids and stuff. And he was like, well, you're going to put you on some um, steroids to kind of stabilize it. I'm like, I don't want to be on those steroids. That's a big weight. But at the same time, I'm all like, I don't want it on my face. So I'm all like, okay, what'd you do? What'd you do? what you do? what you do? I'm all like, well, okay, let's do it. I'm like, I prefer yeah. to spare my face. You know, you can always exercise whatever or lose the weight. Did I do it? No. But anyway, you <laughs> know, <laughs> but I was like, just spare my face. So we did it. We did. I think I got on steroids twice. Mm-hmm. But that was it. I told him no more. Whatever it is at this point, I'm not doing steroids anymore. That was just bloating me up. So then I switched to now that I'm I'm still doing a light treatment, but I'm doing this other cream called uh maybe look for because I can think of the name of it. Um, it begins with a T. You know, I should know the name of this cream. I put it on every day. It's not that I don't know the name of it. It's to say it's hard to pronounce. And I know. Yeah, yeah it starts with the T. It's tar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's some. Yeah. Trisimilus ointment or whatever. However you say it. So I put that on. Supposed to be twice a day, but that don't happen. And I do my light treatment at least two at least two times a week. If I try to get in three, but I do at least two times a week. I do my light treatment. And you've been doing this how long? Let me see. You, are you seeing any kind of results? Um, I've been doing this. Let's see. I have been seeing him. Wow, I've been seeing him. When did I go first see him? I've been seeing him for quite a while. And then I got my my insurance paid for me to give me a machine. I just had to pay the deductible, whatever, whatever it was. Oh, that's so, good. When did I get my machine? I got my machine back in. I'm trying to find my little paperwork. I got my year. I got this machine. Let's see, I got my machine back in. Where's the date? It was before date. you got married or after you got married? This was before I got married. I think I got my machine in 2015. Oh, 15. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I had my machine since 2015, and I had to been seeing him for a good two, three, four, five years before I got my machine. Wow. So, so the question is, between the three treatments that you mentioned, between the light treatment, and now you have a machine of your own, have you seen any signs of, of color coming back? I've seen both. I've seen color coming and I've seen color go. I have seen, um, yes, I have seen, sometimes I think I'm not doing progress, but I thank God that he take pictures and I recommend any, I recommend this to anybody, take pictures of your body every three, six months because I see a spot and I'm like, well, how long has it been there? <laughs> so, and then when he say, I think you're improving, I'm like, I don't think I am. He'll go yeah. back and see the pictures he took that let my last visit. Like my business, like every three months, he's like, No, you're getting color right there. I'm like, that look like it's getting worse to me. That's why you need pictures. Right. Three months yeah. is a lot changing three months that I don't even realize without the pictures, you don't know. I you mean, know, right. 
Yeah, yeah half the yeah. night. I saw, every once in a while, I have my husband take pictures. I'm like, just take pictures so I can just kind of see. Talk about your husband. Let's get off of it like for a minute. Okay. Talk about your husband, Daryl. My buddy, my pal, my Daryl. <laughs> yeah, your <Okay>. buddy. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So he meets this, this young woman. He likes her. Is there a vitiligo conversation? Nope. He never even asked me about it. Didn't never. Well, when we first talked, uh, uh, we first, because we both go to the same church, and I didn't know he liked me. I just know every time I will, I will stay for Sunday school, after he got out of church, I noticed he looked at me, and it's so funny because the girl that I know, she was like, he he like you. He keep looking at you. And I'm like, girl, you don't like me. So I guess it took him a while to ask me because I had brought my brothers to church a couple of times. He thought one of them was my boyfriend. But anyway, uh-huh. which was kind of good because I was going to school to get my master's degree. And I wasn't trying to be with nobody because I don't have time. I don't have time. I, I, I got to do my schoolwork. I'm not. Right, right. Because if we don't make it and I don't finish this schooling, then what? So I'm like, nope, I'm finished my schooling. I mean, we did date, hang out and stuff, but I told him my priority is school, not you. Focus, you know. your focus, girl. Yes. That's my focus, my priority. I mean, you yeah. on the back burner. If I if I finish my homework, now a couple of times I we went out to eat because you can get me with food. I'm gonna tell you. You say let's go get something to eat. I'm like, well, I do gotta eat. Well, I do gotta eat. So let's go eat. So you go to eat, and he's looking at your hands, and what does he say? Yeah, um, I don't even think he even asks me. That's what I'm trying to think. I don't think he even asked me. I think I might have. I don't even know if. It, Oh my goodness, now you got me thinking. I don't even know if the conversation. So he had. just he saw you and he loved you, period. Forget. Yeah, he didn't, it didn't bother him. It didn't Thank bother it, it just it was uh, that's the funny thing. Everybody always says, um, this one lady just told me the other day, your tattoos are beautiful. And I was like, it's a bit of life. She said, I know maybe I should start saying that. I'm all like, then one lady was like, Your beauty marks are beautiful. I'm like, okay, wow. thank you. You know, yeah. people always saying it's beautiful, then I'm back in my head, I'm like, you ain't the one who got it. That's right. That's true. That's true. You're not the one who got it. So of course it's beautiful to you. I'm like, well, thank yeah. you. I mean, that make me feel good. That don't get me wrong. That make you feel good. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of, you know. Yeah, especially when you get all the stairs. Nobody really never said nothing negative except for one little kid. He rubbed yeah. on my hand and he rubbed on my hand because I had, a, you know, like I said, my hand is almost white, so I still got a few black spots yeah. on him. He rubbing yeah. my skin like. The dirt won't come off. That hurt in my feelings Ooh. so bad. That hurt in my feelings so bad because he thought I was dirty. He thought dirt was splashed on my hand. Wow. Because, like I said, yeah. I got like, innocence. I got, like, That's speckled innocence spots. of a child. Yeah. He's and innocent. when you got speckled spots on your hand, it looked like something dirt. splashed on your hand. Yeah. yeah. So that hurt me, even though he was a kid, it still hurt. Yeah. But listen, kudos to Daryl, my buddy Daryl, because you're saying he loved overshadowed the spots, the beauty marks, the whatever somebody want to call it. He saw you for you as a, a woman that he loves. He saw love. Right. And that's all that mattered to him. And yes. a person like that, we kudos to that. Yes. Yes. For me, when my husband, um, you know, the vitiligo started, he said, I love you regardless. And that's what we want to hear, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, I know you guys don't have any kids, but I know we were talking about, you know, some other kids or something at, at the conference. So let's go to conference. I know we met, first met you in Detroit. Yes. And were you in Boston as well? Did you come to Boston in 2018? I missed, I, oh, that's no, I missed Boston. 
Yeah. Okay. I, was, I yes. miss Boston, but I did go. To, I went to Texas though. Yes. 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 So we've we've seen you in a couple of spots. So we know that you're a person at Love Conference. Share a little with our listening audience. Ten thousand or more people. Tell them about your experience at Conference 2022 in Minnesota. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. You guys got to come to these conferences. These conferences are wonderful. You meet all kind of wonderful people. You get all a wealth of information. All these doctors that are committed and dedicated to finding a Mm -hmm. cure Mm -hmm. and and support Mm -hmm. and and it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a place to feel free to be yourself. I mean, because you that's good. a lot of people who have the same thing you have. So yeah. you don't, you don't need to, it's a lot of people who finally stop wearing makeup. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's be free, be yourself. Not saying the people not going to stare that's in the hotels or if you go out, but it gives you so much confidence to be yourself yes. and to walk yes, out in that without makeup, without yes. you hear all these people's stories of how they overcome and the stuff that they went through, mm. and you 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 feel it's 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 hard it's it's heartening it's sad but it's also mm-hmm. uplifting and spiritual yes. to get this um help from somebody who went through something similar or if not the same thing. Yes. You can you can inspire another person, especially when kids are in the room. Oh my God, kids! I love the kids. Oh my goodness! Especially when the kids <laughs> are there and the parents don't know what to yeah. do, since you've been through that, you can inspire another yes. parent, another teenager, or another kid yeah. and help them get through this experience. We can get mm-hmm. through it together, even if you're the only one in your city that has it. Hey, call us. Get on Facebook. Yes. Are here yeah. for you. That's this right. is That's a life changing thing we're going through. Yes. These conferences are life changing if you let it connect with someone. Mm. If, hey, if you can't call them from out of town, hey, Facebook them. Connect with That's someone right. that's going through the same thing or not going through the same thing to That's get support. Right. If you don't want to be in a support group or don't have a support group, reach out to somebody that you met at the conference and talk to them. If they don't have the answers, maybe they can find somebody. What I love about conference is the fact that people are not coming alone. They're bringing their spouses. They're bringing their entire yes. family, their children. Yes. Tell yes. me about your spouse who doesn't have vitiligo. He must have shared his experience with you. Um, he... He like I said, he he loves me to death. It doesn't like I said, it doesn't bother him. And when we're when we're not even together, it's so funny. When we're not even together, he always come home and be like, I saw somebody with it. Like I gave him one of the cars. I gave him one of the cars and told him come to the meeting and told him yeah, we got Darryl. a support group. It was yes. so funny because he was meeting people more than me. Yes, that's good. He, but he's out more. I mean, he he's out out more I'm, when I'm, I'm in the office so I'm inside more so he 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 will always tell me how he met somebody and it was so encouraging he was like I told them come to the meeting and, and I don't think we ever saw one person but that's okay they got the information <laughs> got the card that they come and they come but he's so supportive he's always at yeah. the meetings but he can make it he's always at the meetings just about all the meetings and not only is he supporting that way he always tell me I'm beautiful whether I feel like it or not and a lot of times I do not feel like it and that had nothing to do with it like a this right. is just other stuff that I just never felt 
I was. Like I said, I told you about my skin and all that stuff. But anyway, being darker than everybody else. But he he always says I'm beautiful, and he always just like like some days I don't. I don't even realize I have it some days. Mm-hmm. A lot of times mm-hmm. I forget about I have it. But when you go out, you, this is when you remember because you all yeah. you get the stairs. Yeah. The stairs would make you remember you have it, even when you're yes, not even ma'am. thinking about it. Yeah. So sometimes I can kind of depress you. It's like, especially when you're feeling good and you're just walking and looking and you're doing your thing and then somebody's staring at you. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So I try to educate when I can. I try to talk to people when I can. Some days I don't. I just say hi and keep on moving. Some days yeah. I talk about it. Sometimes people come up to me and ask me, oh, so-and-so got vitiligo. What's that vitiligo? And we'll get to talking and have a conversation. That's good. That's very good. That's very so, good. Yeah, but he's well, very supportive. And like I said, support he comes to everything. It's, 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 and that's what we need. And for people that don't have a spouse, or a support system. That's why groups are, are there. We yes. are your support system. Call us, come to us, come to the meetings. You know, um, the yes. meetings since COVID, most of the groups, groups across the U.S. have done a lot of Zoom meetings. So if you can't mm-hmm. get to a physical meeting, you can always get on a Zoom, find out when the Zoom is and get on. We're, we're building a community. Um, if we don't do it, who's going to do it for us, you know? We right, have to, you do, to it. do it, right? You got yeah. to do it for yourself. You got to take charge of your own destiny. That's it. That's it. Oh, your own journey. Oh, that's it. The, the journey. Thank you. That's the name of this, of this show. Um, a little bit I want to touch on. If you know, I don't know how, how, if you've heard. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yes, you have. You went to the conference. Uh, and your thoughts about it? This new treatment, Opsolora, brand new. Now, well, actually, let me take that back. Not brand new. It's been around, but being used and prescribed for um, eczema, yes. psoriasis, one of them. One of them, and yes. So it's, it's, it's not new. It's been around. It was FDA approved for something else. Yes. Our own doctors tested it and worked it for a couple of years um, to find out, oh my goodness, it can work on vitiligo patients. So they had to seek the approval of the federal government. And so with all the testing and all that they've gone through, they finally got the approval on July 18th. We were proud to announce that, yes, there's finally, finally a treatment. Because yes. anything that you just listed that you've tried is not for vitiligo, it's for something else. Right. And so what are your thoughts on this new treatment? And would that be something you would try? I would definitely try it. If my doctor thinks, I always go about a recommendation to my doctor. If he thinks this is a good thing to do, even, even when I did a trial, he recommended the trial. I, I put so much trust in my doctor and believe, he believes in it so much that if he asks me to do a trial, I participate. Mm-hmm. But this also helps with getting medicine out there for us. Right. So right. I'm so optimistic about this medicine. If he, the next time I go to him, which would be, soon i think next month i go to him if he thinks that's something i need to try i definitely am going to try it to see how it works mm-hmm. see it work. like i said what i'm doing now i see some spots filling in i see new spots coming so it's not 100 covering me they say your hands and feet are the hardest of course they are yes yeah the most yes. visible thing and they're the hardest but um yeah. i am hopeful that this is something another weapon I can put in my repertoire to try to get my color back. Yeah. And hopefully my hands. 
Yeah. My scalp is totally white. Wow. Okay. Well, in all of that, for the people that's listening out there with vitiligo, whether they, their scalp is just beginning, whether their hands are just beginning, one, we want them to know their support. Yes. There's people out here that will, we're not coming to you as therapists or licensed anything, we're not, but we can share from our experience, our journey, and help to guide you and lead you in the right direction. For Vit Friends, we have a number. It's 844-374-3639. It's an 800 number. We were one of the only groups uh, to have an 800 number. And then we got some inquiries from Detroit about getting an 800 number as well. And these 800 number is available to you 24 seven, 365 days, 844-374-3639. If someone just wants to ask a question, the, again, keyword is there's support out there. And so that's what we want them to know. What would be your last words of encouragement to somebody out there seeing these spots on their hands, seeing these spots on their legs like you started with? How can you encourage them and tell them, listen, don't go jumping off no cliff. Let me come and need to tell you something. Talk to the people. First of all, I would say, don't do like I did and don't say anything. Don't don't express how you feel about it. Mm. I think if I would express how I felt, I don't know, maybe maybe it wouldn't took me so long to get, and I'm still not there yet, but it, maybe it wouldn't took me so long to get to a place where I could be comfortable or okay. And I'm not always, I'm not always okay, mm-hmm. but I think if I maybe, maybe my mom would have said, hey, let's go to a psychiatrist or let's go find some help. Maybe, I don't know, but I mm. kept it bottled up and never said That's anything. Good. So now that we have more people out here having and we have these groups now, talk to somebody. Your family doesn't understand or don't have it or don't want to listen. And, you know, don't let them tease you and stuff. If you don't like it, say something. Say, stop. I don't want to, don't do that to me. You don't know how that makes me feel. Speak up for yourself. I don't care if it is your family, your friend, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. I don't care. Speak up for yourself. Nobody can speak up for you but you. Nobody knows how you feel but you. Yeah. Say how you feel. If you can't say it to somebody, find a psychiatrist. If you can't find us, if you don't want to do that, find a find a group. Find a vitiligo group. Go on Facebook or Google Google um, vitiligo groups and get yes. in a good one. Get in a good one. Get in a good one that only lets in vitiligo people. We don't want the haters in our groups Sip. and um, negative saying stuff that make you want to jump off a cliff. We do not want you to jump off a cliff. We value our we value our lives. Yeah. God has a day and a time for all of us, and you. You cannot take your time, shorten your time because of something you have. Other people who have stuff out here worse than you are. There are burn victims out here. There are cancer victims out here. There are AIDS victims out here who are dying. You are not dying from this disease or this. You are not dying. You are not. It's not hurting you unless you get sunburn, but it's not hurting you. You're not dying. It's not contagious. You can't give it to somebody. So talk to somebody. If nothing else, yeah. talk to somebody. Call the 1-800 number Valerie just gave you. Google a support group. Yeah. Talk. Hey, if you're in the church, talk to your pastor. Yeah. Just talk to somebody. Do not give up. If you can't afford treatments, pray, 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 pray about it. Yeah. Talk yeah. to God about it like I did. Like, please spare my face. Yeah. 
So talk to somebody, pray about it. Yes. Don't hold in your feelings for nobody. I mean, you don't have to go off on people. Do it nice. But yeah. <laughs> talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, I hope you've heard it out there and listening to the audience. Uh, we trust that you've enjoyed our show today. Again, my special guest is Kamenita out of Detroit. And what Michigan. a wonderful time we had in, yes. What a wonderful time we had a conference. You know, yes. like I said, I met her in 2017, again in um, 2019 in Houston, but this time was just so sweet. Sweet fellowship together. And I enjoyed myself. Daryl was there and we had a good time. My husband has a new buddy now. And so... For those out there in the listening audience, she just instructed you, if you need us, we are available 24-7, 365. Well, we'll take a day. We'll take Christmas off. But we're here for you, 844-374-3639. On behalf of Vic Friends Vitiligo Support Group, our board, and our entire body, we love you, we bless you, and we thank you for sharing time with us today. Kamenita. Yes. Thank you. We love you, girl. Thank Share you. I love, love you too. With, yes, ma'am. Share our love with the man of the house. God bless you, baby. God bless you. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Love Thank you. you. I love you. Again, this show is sponsored by my Vitiligo's team. Have a wonderful week, a weekend, and a week up ahead. God bless you. Stay safe. Bye bye now.